Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. This episode is a replay from our Coffee Chats live series that we do every week on our Facebook page. Each week, we bring on another guest to talk to us about various topics ranging from UFOs to spiritual beliefs to embodying the divine feminine to channeling starseed groups to so much more. Our hope is that this series brings you spiritual knowledge and acts as a resource to help you grow on a soul level. With that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Coffee Chats. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are joined by our new friend, Wendy Liu, and we're going to be talking all about the Akashic Records and whatever else comes up. So hello, Wendy. Thanks so much for joining us. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. I've never done anything like this before, so yay. Yay. It's it's going to be fun, and we're going to be talking about a lot of interesting things. So yeah. Yeah. Do you want to kick it off a little bit by telling everybody a little bit about yourself and sure. Um, Long story short, um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife and a mom. I actually have a very, I've have a very kind of eclectic background. I was military for a decade. I actually have my college degree is in opera performance. So I'm a classically trained singer. I'm just kind of all over the place with, with stuff and singing is still a huge passion of mine. Hopefully that'll integrate into my spiritual gifts uh somehow eventually but um yeah about seven and a half years ago I was thrown off the cliff (laughs) a lot of people might resonate (laughs) with that I I I like to say I was abruptly disconnected from the matrix against my will and the last seven and a half years have been um right right amen have been um, just kind of figuring out who the fuck I am and what I'm doing here. And so, um, and it's been a really slow healing process. And oddly, my first kind of, well, my very first gateway to my awakening was essential oils. I really got into oils and holistic healing because my whole family was sick and I was tired of, you know, watching my kids sick and myself. And so a friend got me into that and we started to heal physically. And then that just kind of opens the floodgates for the next thing and the next thing. And, you know, you get the breadcrumbs after that. And then it was kind of the conspiracy theory world. And I had always been into uh, alien abduction. And I myself, if anybody resonates, I know that I was taken many times as a child. And so that kind of opened that up. And that's a scary thing to work through and to heal, yeah. right? To, to realize that that was, that really happened. And then, um, then I really kind of fell into the whole spiritual part. And I was like, wait, what's this? Like this, finally something to explain all this stuff that I'd been going through that I, you know, I had no foundation. And so it really, I've had a lot of, you know, earth angels, right. Um, you know, come into my life just at the perfect time. And so two years ago, I started taking like Reiki, uh, Reiki class. And my teacher looked at me and said, you will be teaching one day. You will be, you know, healing. And I was like, <laughs> stop it <laughs> ridiculous and here I am I'm a Reiki master which I actually have even upgraded like I don't even say Reiki anymore Reiki was beautiful for 3d but I've been told that it's time to tap into any, the next level and so I just say energy healing now and I do Akashic records readings and healings which um for me again um really quick I'm trying to get it all spew it all I always call it word vomit I'm like I just will let it all flow out oh it's beautiful. At, as a kid I was bullied and I spent a lot of time in the library 
Mm. Whenever I could go into the library and hide, I would go. And so I always wanted to be a librarian. And I was having a session with a beautiful mentor of mine. She didn't know any of this about me. And she said, your guides just told me you're a guardian of the Akashic library. And I'd had no idea what she was talking about. And I was oh like, God. yeah, like I do whatever it was. I was like, yes, please tell yes. me more. Whatever that is, that's what I want to be. <laughs> and so, and then I have a really dear friend who teaches it. And I was like, okay, I probably need to do her class. And I was learning and I was like, and again, I, and I'm also a writer, I'm a published author. And so I'm a natural storyteller. And so this modality where you, you go in and you, you look at somebody's book of their soul and you find a life that maybe they you know, can heal that will have the domino effect and heal everything that's piled on top of it mm -hmm. and just tell the story of what you're saying. It's absolutely perfect for me. It was like, the, I cannot believe I just kind of fell into it. And it's just like it was made for me. And so um, real quick, if people don't know, the Akashic Library is the etheric record of every soul's journey here on earth. A lot of people believe it's just earth. Um, I have actually tapped into um, lives from other planets. However, that there are other libraries, right? Like there's doorways from the Akashic to the other libraries. And so it really doesn't matter how you perceive it all the information is out there, right? We know that. And so we just like, you know, humans, we like to label things and visualize. And so I visualize, and I always visualize kind of this big ancient, like Harry Potter type library. Yes. When I go into the records and, you know, the books are big and dusty and my guide in there is Merlin and he's kind of this big, like, more Gandalf-like presence, but it's Merlin. It. Yes. And Hello. so, yeah, so I started doing this about actively probably about six months this year like sometime this year during all this craziness and still cannot believe that I get to do this that I kind of fell into this just natural I'm like I just this is my jam yeah. it's just a really natural thing for me so and so I still I also do intuitive oil blends and I actually teach and speak on parenting starseed children I have four mm -hmm. and um, holistic living in general because we have transformed our entire lives you know I, we were typical McDonald's drive through Starbucks you know kind of family and you know never taking care of ourselves and now we like meditate as a family in the evenings wow. and I mean it's just oh, wow. unrecognizable really the changes that that we've made and so I try to share as much as I can about that so that's me in a giant nutshell <laughs> that's incredible what a journey I, I love that your entire family is interested in what you do that's yeah, so really far, really really important my, my yeah. oldest still calls me voodoo witch doctor but I, I claim that title proudly <laughs> I'll take it yeah 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 because he'll ask me okay voodoo, what do you have in you in your voodoo witch doctor kit for this you know because he comes for oils he'll come to me for oils and he's in nursing school so I love that I can teach him both yeah. worlds because they are coming together they are going to be married at some point and yep. we're going to get the best from both worlds as our healing you know as our healing system so I love that he's into that because he you know, could easily be going a different path. So yeah. it's exciting. And combining all of it, I love that you bring that aspect up because that is something with moving forward into the future that I'm really excited to experience. Right. Is this merging of the medical science and the energetic science and really like understanding that they both can come together and completely transform the way that we Absolutely. heal our bodies, you know? And so I totally agree. I was talking to my spirit team about that earlier this week, actually, with light therapy Ooh, and yes, how yeah. I foresee that. And we were just like 
just kind of, I have a light therapy lamp and we live in Wisconsin, Hannah and I do friends. Um, and Wendy Lou was saying she lives in Colorado. So you're definitely no stranger to the winter either. And the light is so incredibly important for our bodies. And so I was talking to right. my team about using light therapy and just how interesting it is that it makes such a huge impact on my day when I start my day with my light therapy lamp, which is just vitamin D, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And like how interesting and cool it's going to be to see what we can do with light therapy in terms of like surgery and healing the body with different kinds of like high spectrum light is something that spirit was like, yes. this is coming in. And so I love that we bring that up and that this is coming up in the conversation because that's totally something that spirit has been talking to me a lot about as well. Right. It's in the energy. Yeah. And you know, there are light, there are light beds, you know, that you can, you yes. know, not, not tanning beds people, but <laughs> light beds. And I have, I was, I was fortunate enough to have a really dear friend who bought one for her um, chiropractic practice. And she was, I was a Guinea pig. So I got to test oh. it out for free. And it was a time where I was newly awakening, right? I don't like to say I'm woke. I, I, it's a, it's a path, right? It's a, we're all awakening. And so um, I was able to lie in this bed and do a few sessions in the bed. And I'm telling you three times, like for an hour. And I was going through intense, intense anxiety and depression kind of on the, you know, on the, on the wave. And I just felt amazing. I, it was a huge quantum leap for me, just these three sessions. I didn't even, I've never been back, although I would love to, yeah. um, but they're hard to find still, but I know yeah. that it's going to be a huge, a huge part of the new healing system. Yeah. Once we start to realize, and a lot of doctors are coming around to that, right? They're starting to realize that, hey, this, you know, there maybe there's something to this energy stuff because, yeah. you know, thoughts are energy and people are healing themselves literally with thoughts, with mindset, mm -hmm. with changing yep. the way they think about their body. And, you know, when I first started on this journey too, I kept hearing the message. Um, it's time to let go of everything you think you know about how the body works and heals mm -hmm. everything because it's so different from what we've been taught to believe. Yeah. That's absolutely that's like totally the message that I'm getting too, is that we are going to look back at this time and not that medical science isn't like fucking incredible. Like, right. I mean, a lot of validity insane. there. Yeah. We need, we yeah. need a lot of it. A lot of it can go, but we need a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And how we're going to be looking back at this time and seeing it from a very different perspective of we've come so far from being, they kept saying invasive was the word ah, that they used. Oh, yeah. interesting. I, just got, I just got chills when you yeah. said that. And so that was what Spirit kept saying. And that's why they were talking about the light therapy because they were saying that we're going to come into a time when light is utilized so much more strongly for healing like tumors. Like we're talking like really intense, big aspects of our bodies that we right. have had to like go in and do really invasive procedures to get rid of, mm -hmm. that that's going to be something that's really coming in. Um, Absolutely. And, and when you so heal exciting. them that way too, what's exciting about it too is they don't even realize the, 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 the hu how huge that is really initially, because when you can heal the body in a natural way like that, using what God and Gaia have given us, then that allows you to open up and heal that, that emotional trauma that is causing it in the first place. So when we mask it, right, with medication, and I'm saying a lot of medications are great. If they help you, fabulous please take them. You know, I am all for that, but you know, medication, a lot of times just masks it and then masks that emotional trauma as well. And you can't get to the root. That's why you can't heal. 
That's why we can't completely heal. But it's funny that you say that too. As soon as you said invasive, I was already thinking about, um, I don't know if you guys are Star Trek fans. Yes. Do you like Star Trek at all? So my, uh, my oldest is Riker and my youngest is McCoy. So we're a little bit, we're a little bit Trekkie. We're a little bit Trekkie, but the original, and whenever we watch like the original show, my son, my little one's always like, that's me. Yeah. That's you. Bones. We tried to get bones to stick. It just didn't, but that's okay. He's McCoy. He's McCoy. But um, yeah, so there's a line in one of the movies where they come in the fourth movie of the old, um, you know, crew, right? Yeah. They, where they come into the 80s. I don't know if you remember that one where they, they go into the past and oh, it's 84 sure. or whatever. <laughs> That's my favorite one. And there, somebody gets hurt and they're going to do surgery in the operating room. And M McCoy comes in and he says, you're cutting him open. That's barbaric. Like he couldn't yes. believe the cutting. And so when you said, we're going to look back and think, wow, like how did we not get this sooner? But at the same time, hopefully we'll be like, okay, thank God, like we're here now. It all happened yeah. for a reason. But when, yeah, when you were saying that, I was like, it totally makes me think of that scene because it sticks with me. It has stuck with me for years, yeah. you know, that I'm like, we will get there. And, you know, they just use vibration and energy and light as well in that show. And, you know, they say Gene Roddenberry was very awakened. Mm -hmm. He yes. knew, he knew things and that those shows are, have so much disclosure about where we're headed. Oh, I, I so agree so, with that because I think yeah. I feel like in so many ways that it gets um, implemented in a way that our psyche can handle. Absolutely. And so like there'll be little seeds that are planted for all of us to see yeah. so that when <laughs> disclosure comes in, in the way that it does and like these little pops, yep. you know, that we're not going to go completely like because if we had no preconceived notion of these things it would be hard to kind of accept and download right. in a way that was healthy. Yeah. Right, they say it would be like trying to bring a caveman onto a spaceship, right? There just would be oh, no yeah. way for him to fathom it because he has no way to connect the dots. Yeah. So yeah, it has to be the breadcrumb. It has, you know, we say we use breadcrumbing as a negative thing a lot of times, but we ha it has to be that way for this, mm -hmm. for this evolution to really stick. Mm -hmm. We can't just jump right into it. We would not be able to process it. Yeah right so yeah yeah unfortunately right this darn linear time no doubt yeah. <laughs> we don't like to we'd ha like to painful. have it like right now right yeah <laughs> like yesterday yesterday would be great i'd like my wings now please that's what i always tell my, uh, archangel michael is like a constant guide for me he's right here he's always right here um and i'm always like i'd like my wings now please and he always is whispering in my ear like you have them i don't know what you're you're hilarious but you already have them <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I know, but we forget, right? Because I like to say he threw, he picked me up and threw me off the cliff, right? Seven and a half years ago, which was not long after, you know, the December 2012 was yeah. supposed um, to be the big Ascension event mm -hmm. and we weren't ready. And so they put it on hold, right? And it was May of 2013 when I started to, and I kind of started feeling a little odd before that, right? But it was May of 2013 where I really started to feel weird, like not me and things started to fall apart. And then August is when I was thrown off the cliff. And I like to say, he threw me off the cliff and I've hit all the pointy rocks all the way down while he's yelling at the top, you have wings, idiot. <laughs> Wake up. Oh my God. Like all watching us, me though. hit the rocks. Just remember. Right? All of us. I mean, how, like all yeah. of us go through that where it's like, let's just, and Hannah and I like to, there's this like meme online or like this like graphic online where you have like the person that's on the hand and then the like, god or the universe yeah. source yep. is flicking you off and you can't see that down here there's a landing the pad for hand. you 
Yeah. yeah. But that's totally how it was with us too, is Hannah and I had like found our spot in the world and like created essentially the life that we had wanted for ourselves. And we've been best friends since the third grade, Wendy. And so yeah, we've- that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been, yeah, it's been a journey. Wonderful. It's been a journey. It's been a journey yeah. with us. I um, bet. I bet. Yeah. And so we, we woke up in like 2017 together and it was the same thing where it was this rigmarole of like, all right, how do we figure out how to navigate on this path that does not have directions or any kind right. of instructions manual because yeah. it's not necessarily taken seriously yet. Even though now I say that 2020, it is completely different than when we woke up. Yes. Like, right, it's everywhere now. It can't oh be ignored anymore. Well, in waking yeah. up in, like you said, 2012, Wendy, like what resources did you have? Because Nothing. were there literally, yeah, like yeah. were there, yeah. So how did you there like, were, get into it? Sorry. The people, I mean, like I said, there were people who kind of showed up in my life. Like, thank yeah. God. For me, and again, I'm not bashing the medical system at all, but for me, I went the holistic route when I started to have severe anxiety. And that mm -hmm. was at the, at the you know, recommendation of a, the same friend who got me into essential oils. And I love her and we're still very much in touch. And she's now on this huge awakening journey too, which is beautiful. Um, she's kind of in the conspiracy theory part right now. I feel like we all have to kind of work through totally yep. and so, <laughs> so she said and I and I had confided in her I said look this is what's going on and she said um go to this gal who's the natural path in town she knew this of this gal in town and so I went to her and she I consider her my earth angel because she saved my life like she literally thank god I went that route because she got me more into she really opened my eyes this, uh, to the 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 real pure uh, the magic of essential oils, like they, people think they just, oh, they just smell nice. And, you know, they laugh at, you know, all these moms and wives sell essential oils. And it's, it's you know, it's a cute thing like Pampered Chef, right? Oh, isn't that adorable? Yeah. She sells oils. It's so much more than that. I have healed. We were all on allergy medicine seven years ago. Not one medication is in my house anymore. Wow. Um, I healed my son of, they told us my now 20 year old would have asthma and all this and with chiropractic care and, you know, changing our diet, but essential oils as well. He's healthy as a horse. He's the healthiest young man you'd ever seen. He was on two inhalers at one point in his life. Nothing. Oh He's on nothing. So oils with, along with other changes, right. But oils are a huge part or a huge part of this, of this um, puzzle. Um, it, they're not for everybody, you know, not everybody needs them. Like I would say, you don't need, like we drink raw milk. You don't need raw milk in your life to, to go through this journey. But for us, that mm -hmm. was one of our breadcrumbs. And so, yeah, the, the right people just kind of fell into place and it was just onesie twosies. And it's, you know, like, is it not fucking lonely enough? Like mm -hmm. when I first, um, and now at least I have a, this whole community building and several communities building that I can kind of peek in and out you know, and be a part of. And um, yeah, back then it was just nothing. And it was a lot of people, like I said, my, you know, I, I kind of went into the conspiracy theory world and the alien abduction world. And when you're in a high state of anxiety, because you've completely lost your entire foundation on this earth, that is not the, the easiest transition <laughs> to work through oh because that comes with so much fear. And I remember asking her this one, uh, the, the naturopath, um, and I said, she was telling me all about, you know, this is, there's this darkness that has been ruling the world and we're, we're now, you know, shining the light on that. Um, she used more harsh words, but I have come, you know, I've, I've moved past that kind of 
you know, that duality and that kind of hatred and resentment about it. But she would say, you know, this darkness is ruling the world. And I said, but why? Like I couldn't, my whole, I just kept asking why, why would humans do this to other humans? Why? It makes no sense. And so you have to really, you have to work on yourself. First of all, it was a lot of the self-talk that I worked on that was so hard. Let me tell you, every of everything I've done, I think that maybe was the hardest thing was to re-record my subconscious tape running through my head. Because I, you know, at one point I had, as a, as a starseed, right, being born a starseed, we come in shining so bright that mm-hmm. we're either people are drawn to us or they hate us, right? Yeah. And so that's why I was bullied. And so I, um, I had at one point weighed 260 pounds trying to dampen my light, not realizing that's what I was doing, right? But food was, you know, I said, I, I think I was telling you before we hit record, but I've never drank, I've never smoked, I've never done drugs, I've never done any of these things. Mm-hmm. My drug was food. My vice was food and I hid, you know, in food and hid in this fat suit literally for a very long time. Um, and so just starting to shed that and starting, I mean, it was this like everything fell apart at the same time. So then you're like, okay, my body is crashing. I just found out that the people running the world hate us. I mean, it was like this awful, like what the hell? Yeah. And so I was bedridden for a while. I was, um, you know, my husband thought I was dying. We had no idea what was happening and I refused to go to the doctor. I just knew that if I got a pill for it, it was not the right path for me. Mm -hmm. I knew that I had to really dig in and just let myself be cracked open. And I remember at the very beginning to even before I was able to get out of bed, I was hearing voices and I was hearing my guides coming in saying, um, cause I was begging to die. I, and, and you know, that's, um, I think a lot of people maybe can resonate with that. I was just like, just please just take me. I cannot exist like this. And the voice that I heard said, you're not done yet. And we're gonna show you a new way. It's gonna get better, I promise. And I would say, um, you know, but this is too hard. This is too hard. And they're like, just hang on, just hang on. And we're going to, we're here with you. And so I started to hear my guides, which was again, initially I was like, the hell, like everything at once just kind of came on me. And, you know, we chose that. However, we've gone through it. We chose it. And so I tell people now, I tell my clients, look, I went, I'm not telling you this to scare you that saying that you're going to have to go through this too. I'm telling you this because I chose this path so that I can turn around and make it easier for you. I will not let you, you know, suffer the way I did because it's not necessary. There's a reason that those of us, you know, if you're familiar with Dolores Cannon and the, and the three waves, I very deeply resonate with first wave. I'm fi- I just turned 50 on Friday on Christmas day. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You know, and so I'm a, I'm a, I'm in that age group, but I also, when I read about it, I'm like, oh man, that's definitely me. Like, even though I've only been on the journey for about seven years, Um, you know, I just totally resonate with being way out. Like, I totally feel like I get these visuals all the time that I'm just, sometimes I get too far ahead, right? When my guides are like, they'll put up a wall. They're like, okay. And I'm like, why am I hitting a wall? And Michael will say, cause you're trying to run and everybody else is crawling. Like you've got to turn around and and wait for them to catch up a little bit. And I'm like, oh, but let's just do this. Can we just go? So Get it's that. hard not to sprint once you figure it out, right? It's hard not to do. Okay, I see Mecca. I see it. Can we just get there already? No, we got to go through the swamp and we got to go through the the jungle. It's like Princess Bride, right? We got to go experience the <laughs> RUSs. <and> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. We got to do all that. The lightning sand or whatever they call it. We got to yeah. go through it all. <laughs> You're a big fan of that movie, aren't you, B? I do love that movie. I yeah. I was going to say Hannah loves Oh my goodness. Movie. Carrie always, baby. Good one. 
Wendy, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That was incredibly powerful and very vulnerable and so appreciated. Yeah. I'm just, I'm ready to share my story, right. And all it's, it's, it's rawness. So it's, you know, there's no more, there's no, nothing stopping this. Now this is on autopilot. We're doing it. We've already flipped the coin. And so why, why keep it right? Like, I'm just ready to, to, to put it all out there. And, you know, my kids, you know, it was hard for my husband to, on my journey, like my, I was very good at hiding my pain as we, as a lot of us are right. And first waivers. um, I do this presentation where I talk about first waivers. One of the things we're really good at, we became masters of hiding, of covering everything up and just pretending everything's okay. And um, not coming to the point where you don't automatically instinctively do that anymore is huge. where I can automatically go like I'm telling people in the grocery store oh yeah I've been suicidal and blah blah blah, and they're just like who are you I'm like I'm just not I'm gonna make a (laughs) t-shirt that says feeling suicidal today I've been there like that's what it's gonna say so because we just need to be able to relate right Mm -hmm. to relate to people who are who are just coming into this awakening and feeling so lost we're here we're here for you you guys we're here we're holding you we're ready to help in whatever way we can there's so many of us well so, and that's yeah. a conversation that i feel like needs to happen so much more than it does uh it's interesting that you're bringing this up wendy lou because i noticed that within my parents where there is such a generational and it's more than generational our friends like we all go through this in different ways uh but it, the people that like were raised by individuals that like grew up like and were like born 19 20 30 40 those parents like my mom is in her 50s like she's like 55 um okay, yeah. I, th- I think i don't know mom if you're watching this i'm sorry if I got that wrong. <laughs> but it was probably like 65 um did you say yours is yeah mine is 64 yours oh. is probably around there yeah, no, my, my mom is 55-ish and my dad is like 56, 57. But when they were born, it's like this perpetuated cycle of don't like be a crybaby. Don't yeah. like, you know, don't cry when you lose. Like don't show emotions when you're don't feeling. Don't cry when you're hurt. When you totally. physically get hurt. What's the first thing we do? I don't know if you guys have kids, but the first thing we do, shh. Yeah, and I learned by my third, thank God, by my third, my older two, I always say I'm always apologizing to them because they didn't get the best of me, right? And my younger two are getting like this fucking magical goddess now. And I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, you know, with my third, I started, you know, I, I realized it at some point when he was born and I started just going, let it out, baby. Just scream it, yell it. I don't shush anymore. And then I had a fourth. And so he really got kind of this you know, this kind of newly, you get a totally different mom than my other three did. Cause I was like, that's right. Cry. That's right. Cry. I'm like, when they're, when they fall and skin their knee and the first thing we do is shh. Yeah, definitely. That hurts. And my parents, interestingly, my parents are incredibly young. My mom is just 69 um, Mm -hmm. and I'm 50 and I have an older brother. So, you know, that time, you know, back when they got married right out of high school or before, wink, wink. (laughs) um yeah so and that generation definitely my mom is on the awakening journey and she um you know she considers me a guide although I'm like dude we're just we're like each other's teachers like everybody is just each other's teachers um you know the time of the guru is is done 
And yes, these newly awakened people are probably going to put us on pedestals for a little bit, but it's, it's not, you know, our job is not to perpetuate that. Right. We just want to, for them to get like Jesus. I love me some Yeshua. I love Yeshua. And he said, how many times you will do everything I do and more. Yes. And they kept that in the Bible for a reason, because that's the big, if you get nothing else from that, aside from love is the gold, right? The golden rule is love one another, um, yeah. you know, is, is we are as magical as him. And he kept saying, and more because he had that humble, you know, that humbleness about him and that beautiful yes. energy. But yeah, that was another one of my gateways was the whole Jesus and Mary Magdalene thing. So I could totally come back and talk about that. I've been to the South of France. I've seen paintings of the two of them with her with a pregnant belly that are 2000 years old. I mean, I'm telling you, there's evidence everywhere. Oh my gosh. And they were twin flames, right? If you're familiar with that term, they were divine twins. And yeah, right. Me too. Jesus is a very great, he's coming strong for a lot of people right now for divine masculine, especially, and and not just for men, for women to help us bring that divine masculine. You know, we have been squashed for so long. Don't act. Don't, you know, you're just here to have babies and oh yeah, keep the home, whatever. And I know that's, you know, feminists would say, oh, we broke out of that a long time ago. No, we didn't really, Mm -hmm. did we? There was kind of a militant version of it that went the total opposite way and they kind of tried to become men in a way and so I never really fully supported that because that's not I knew that that wasn't the right way either and I'm like okay I get it I get it you want your freedom but there is this beautiful way to do it and it's now we're learning it's balancing that masculine and feminine embracing womanhood if you want to you know if I have a a lot of friends who are like my mission is to be home and raise my kids I'm like beautiful beautiful then do yeah. that and throw everything you have into that and you know there's nothing wrong with that no it's the freedom of fluidity it really is i feel like that's like the one of the terms going forward is like the freedom to choose like whatever the fuck you want to embrace go it's, for absolutely. it <laughs> like, absolutely absolutely try, try it out like be the student and like screw up fall on your butt and then yeah. figure out what you want along the way because that is like so yeah. what we like don't we want to be doing that besides you know like don't we want to be experimenting and like having fun and stop living so fucking rigidly yeah because yeah. it sucks and you don't know if if something's not for you unless you try it a little bit like you know so that's true. so true so important you can't like the whole you can't you know until you walk a mile and somebody else should try it for god's sake you know and we're yeah. all like i think of i always think of snowflakes there's a reason that's no two are alike. That's a message for us. None of us are exactly like another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a saying in, in our, in our, you know, in our woo-woo world, right? That however, there are as many ways to ascend as there are souls on this planet. Everyone is doing it in their own unique way. So true. And we cannot be judgment of someone else's journey ever yeah i mean you and can. so if you are that's reflecting on you <laughs> yeah i was gonna say sure we can and that shows us something that we healed right yeah yeah, yeah no and doubt. that's coming up really strong too right now is kind of judgment of within i've noticed within the, the lightworker collective community there's a lot of yes. judgment going on right now and we're all healing this right like we're all yeah. getting up to the next level right now it's beautiful and so and what's funny is what i see and i've been guilty totally guilty but what happens is like, especially on social media, like, right, you see a post, you're like, oh, she's being so judgmental. So you feel the need to respect. Guess what? You're judging her, yeah. <laughs> her journey right back at her. 
So it's a very <laughs> important mirror, I think, too. Totally. Because they're like, oh, well, stop judging people. And I'm like, are you judging people who judge people? Like, it's a definitely a crazy, <laughs> vicious cycle. circle. Yeah. Because <laughs> Hannah and Just I say stop. all the time. Just step it's back. Like, <laughs> it's very sneaky. The way it shows up is like super sneaky. It's like the mirror perspective. Isn't it? It's like wait. ninja. It totally is like yeah. ninja mirrors. <laughs> Black hat. I love that ninja mirrors. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, this it has definitely been is. Sorry, I keep talking over you. Yeah, when very good. Like, no, no, no. I think we have a little delay, so it's all <laughs> oh, good. Okay, it's say. all good. <laughs> keeps no worries. <laughs> uh, Wendy Lou, why don't you tell our audience a little bit more about how they can stay in touch with you? We are definitely cool. having her back on, you guys. Because as you can see, love Wendy to. Is badass. You're the jam. Ooh, we could talk ooh, to you. About, see like, my wings? Yeah, like check them out. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> spread your wings. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah we could talk about lots of things. And you know what would be literally. fun? Because I know she's watching. Have Eartha and I on together because we oh my gosh that we have really a dream fun. we have a dream of being like a comedy team in the lightworker world because we talk about like our comedy routines and hell yeah that would be great so definitely we would love to come on together so yeah I can tell you a little bit about so I I actually have a website and it's called intuitive oil blends but all my energy services are on there as well and even a, a link to my youtube channel which is called parenting through ascension which I've had for a couple of years, which I've been sharing just my journey, um, being a star seed, having four star seeds and what we can do. I share everything on there, not just parenting, but there's a masterclass on there I did recently where a lot of, I think a lot of, you know, and of course it's not me, right? It's all being channeled, but a lot of wisdom came through on how we can help them really step into their paths and live their paths. And really it's about more about leaving them alone than helicopter parenting, right? We, we've got yeah. to back away and let them do their thing. And so um, I do a lot of, um, I'll, I do the Akashic Records readings and healings, and I do energy healing, and I do just fun, you know, I do, we were playing with cards before we started, but I do Oracle card readings as well. And so, and I can do those live on, you know, through Zoom or whatever, or I, a lot of times I'll just do them on my own time, record them and send the link. So you don't even have to be, if you're nervous oh, about cool. being interactive, then I can just do a reading. And I've even done energy healings and Akashic readings that way for people who are, you know, don't really want, don't really know what it is and are a little scared about it. Um, sure. That's totally understandable because it's pretty, all of these things, even just getting an Oracle card reading is a healing session. And so everything is healing. And so, um, yeah, so I have on my website, I have my services and I have, um, I do, I have a lot of stock blends on there, like um, that I intuitively have channeled and I Reiki all of them. And oh, so I've got cool. blends for anxiety. I've got blends for sleep. I've got blends for, you know, tuning in. I've got blend, blends for, you know, being at work and having to give a speech and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, and I do a custom one. If you have a specific need, I will get, I will channel a custom blend for you and mail it to you. And it comes with a reading with a card reading. Wow. So all of those. So I kind of do a, I have a friend who calls it my magical smoothie. I kind of no doubt. Have, <laughs> have started bringing everything in. I do my sessions now are kind of a little bit of everything. I'll do cards. We'll go into the records. We'll do some energy healing. It's become this, my, my magical smoothie. So but that's what I do. Yeah. 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 And it's beautiful and I am loving it and I'm here. And the beautiful thing about energy healing is it can be done via internet, right? We don't have mm -hmm. to be in person. So wherever I have clients in England, I have clients in Portugal. So wherever you are in the world, you know, um, feel free to contact me. So and all my contact info is in the 
in the website. And I am Wendy Lou on Facebook. So if you want to be my friend, just send me a message that you saw me on coffee chat. And I, that way I know, cause you know, we all get the bots and the, we all, oh, get, yeah. the, <laughs> we all get the creeps. We the all get the creeps. Slinking that, on. That, that the minute you accept the friend request, you get the message. You have a beautiful smile block. <laughs> yeah, <I> like, <laughs> block. You're very mesmerizing. <laughs> You're so pretty. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't. I've gotten into the habit of literally like on my Facebook profile now I just have everything profile picture wise private so you can't even like them anymore and I oh, felt that's like, a good idea it's just my, Cap idea. Like my Capricorn moon just it's, is like I'm a Capricorn I'm a Capricorn sun oh my god I love you Wendy yeah duh yeah. like of course yeah. you Christmas guys are like Day, my yeah. favorite oh yeah you said that I didn't even that makes that so much sense yeah yeah we're both capricorn moons and so we definitely understand Capricorn well awesome yes. yeah very yes. cool cool yeah cool yeah. is right awesome this was great thank you so much yeah. for coming on very fun Easy. thank you so much i'm real. i was so excited and this has been wonderful i would definitely come back yeah absolutely we can just chat about you. anything Seriously. we can pull some cards we can do i can even if, if you're interested too i can even do a small like i can walk people through a cord cutting I do a really quick cord cutting because I do really quick. I can even do a quick little intro into the records where you meet a guide. That's like a five minute thing. We can even do that live through we this. Would love so. To do that. Yeah. so cool. Yeah. Well, we'll collaborate awesome. with you. We'll send you some emails. Mm. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, ladies. Thank you so much. I love this show. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right, Bea, I think you have the off button, don't you? I do. So we are headed out, but we'll have all the links to Wendy Lou's socials and how you can connect further with her. But thank you so much for watching or listening to this thank episode you. and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.